1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. For all,
2: for all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned
0: into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin.
2: What up? It's Golden Spaces. We are here. This is an Odyssey Original Podcast. We are here after a, yet another candidate for worst loss of the season. Um, Warriors lose to the Grizzlies missing all of their good players except for two um no john morant no marcus smart no desmond bain i think aldama did play but no jake laravia no Derek rose um no brandon clark no stephen adams pretty much the skeleton crew of the grizzlies plus jaron jackson and xavier tillman who didn't have good games today by the way just beat the warriors pretty convincingly um Oh. in the
3: fourth in the fourth
2: in the fourth yeah, yeah it was close it was they were tied or up one going into the fourth quarter or down yeah. one
3: i felt like we led every quarter except uh, i think entering the fourth
2: i mm-hmm. think yeah the six point lead in the first gave them a cushion they were leading going into the fourth by one point but they lost the second quarter lost the third quarter and lost the fourth quarter and lost the fourth quarter by 10 couldn't score uh embarrassing is I guess one way to describe it I guess yeah Yeah.
3: I there's no other I I I think that's a great word embarrassing
2: yeah yes it's it's getting to that time right where we're counting down the days to the trade deadline because I think it's becoming (laughs) more and more obvious each day that this team needs to make a trade no matter what that trade is um I have my I guess opinion on what the mm-hmm. order of who should be traded should be, but it really doesn't matter at this point. Like somebody got to go, they got to bring something in here, shake it up, prepare for next year, prepare for a run for the rest of the season. But the way it is right now cannot continue because it's been too many games like this. Yeah. Um, well, we, Green. Uh,
3: he, he did, but we also, they had a lot of help from the refs. It'd be different if the whistle was Getting blown both ways. That's true. If we're what under 10 free throw attempts to their 40 or something. That's
2: it, yeah, that's it was, huge. It was 10 total free throw attempts from the Warriors to 40 attempts from the um Grizzlies, and they shot way more threes. They got, I mean, yep. like 40, 40 free throw attempts is. Is insane. Um, I guess. I mean, we could talk about the reps. Obviously, that no matter how you're playing, a 30 point free throw difference is clearly showing an indication of reps being partial to one side or impartial. Yeah. um But it is what it is. You don't lose to this Grizzlies team under any circumstance, but they did, and that's how they did it. The Grizzlies hit yeah. 10 more threes. Um, the, the the sharp shooting of Vince Williams Jr. um david roddy gg jackson and jacob gilliard i think three of these guys are rookies david roddy was a rookie i mean i want to say two seasons ago maybe one um these guys are like g league in and out type of dudes like david roddy i think is in their rotation but other than other than him these other guys are fringe nba players and they hit 13 threes on us um some of that is tip your cap because we don't know who you are Right. And you don't you you aren't this good. So we're going to allow you to shoot semi open and they just hit them. So it is a little, a little bit of bad luck sprinkled in there.
3: Yeah, I, there's still just no words. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, how did this happen? Why mm-hmm. is this happening? Just the game was still just too close for comfort anyway throughout. But you still thought, all right, we should still pull away at some point, you know, just uh, Mm kind of riding guys a little bit too long in certain spots. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, uh, gosh, I really thought we were going to win this one. I really did.
2: Yeah, I thought they were going to turn it on at some point and just kind of do what the Bucks did to – us the other night, where it's like, "Yeah, y'all are putting up a good fight, but we're just we just have the better players," and it never happened because unlike the Bucks, we just did not play hard enough when it was time to win, or right. smart enough when it was time to win. The Bucks just got whatever they wanted yeah. after that game; didn't turn it over, got good shots. But the Warriors did the opposite, right? Turned it over a bunch of times. Um, just nineteen, 19 weird turnovers. Stuff. Yeah, just yeah. weird stuff. People trying passes that aren't there um Steph just dribbling out of bounds for no reason um just just weird stuff like that so I I mean it was just a weird night but this is absolutely unacceptable loss yeah 19 19 turnovers
3: we were down by 10 with four minutes to go I felt like hey we still have enough time to get back into it we that's that's enough time let's get some stops let's get some you know good looks and everything. And then, you know, folks getting blocked at the rim and it's like, come on, uh, you have to know this going Mm -hmm. in there. Um, Clay, not in the game, uncharacteristically in the fourth to start. Like, so I don't know what was going on with that. And so by the time he comes back in, he's cold. He's got nothing.
2: Yeah, I think he was cold. For majority of the game like he only took 10 shots when does that ever happen right like right <laughs> i just don't think for some reason with the with draymond coming back i just i don't know what was the switch offensively but they just stopped going to clay
3: yeah they like, did not he was open a lot of times and they mm-hmm and they like, passed
2: him, they passed him the ball in these situations where he didn't really have an advantage anyway so he got to throw up a shot right and i don't know i mean like over the last, I don't know how many games, 10, 11, 12 games, he's been they've been using him a lot more on the ball, making decisions, running pick and roll with Trace and doing all this stuff. And it's been generating good results. Yeah. And today he just didn't have a lot of touches, period. Um no. which is weird. It ended up resulting in him being a minus 20, even though a lot of the time he wasn't even directly involved in the outcome right. of the play. <laughs>
3: In, in anything,
2: <laughs> and this is kind of shows you how weird, um, plus minus can be sometimes. And it was a he was on the court for a lot of these runs where these guys who are no names are hitting these crazy shots and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, so I mean, he, gotta, he had a couple of you know missteps on defense or whatever, sure. le- leaving them like giving them a bit too much space and not mm-hmm. tracking canard, but th- that's still not uh, the reason for this loss, like he. To me, it looked like they iced him out for a good portion of of the game, which was rather strange.
2: Very strange, considering they couldn't generate offense, <laughs> and they have no absolutely no chance of generating offense if if, if Steph by himself. Like, yeah, not and clearly
3: happen. he was being guarded and you know held everything. Not gonna get a whistle. What he went to the line. Once? One time. To take the technical free throw?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was jumping on his back. No call. No, uh,
3: no. Just, okay. I guess you can do this. Mm-hmm. Had that been someone else jumping on somebody else's back, I think a whistle would have been blown.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, the, the the player who led the dubs in free throw attempts tonight was Dario, and Dario gets mauled every time he goes to the, to the rack yeah, so they got to call some of those. But um yeah, just very weird officiating tonight. Um Can't really explain.
3: Steph had four fouls as well. So,
2: yeah. Like the Warriors fouled 25 times. The Grizzlies fouled 12 times. The Grizzlies were ah! by far the more aggressive team on the ball, like sending multiple bodies, swiping at the ball, jumping at the rim. No calls. All clean. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is cool, but I mean I think this is like one of those losses that we've seen already this season, where the other team just plays way harder than the Warriors, and these are guys who are fighting for the NBA career on the Grizzlies. That's mm-hmm. that's you know they're going to play extremely hard regardless, but the Warriors still need to bring a baseline amount of effort and awareness together to be able to beat these teams easily, and they just don't do it.
3: Yeah. It's it's not a collective, like everybody join in. It's
2: mm-hmm. two
3: uh, two people will do it here, maybe one during this time. It's not we all need to be bringing it.
2: Mm-hmm. And didn't
3: we have more points in the paint as well?
2: Oh, yeah. Crushed them, I'm sure. Hmm. Let me double check that. Um, I mean, that was a part of the Grizzlies game plan to funnel guys inside, try to limit yeah. Steph and clay, top lock them on the screens and stuff like that. But yeah, the Warriors had 42 more points in the paint. The Grizzlies shot and made 23s, which I'm sure mm-hmm. is a record for them this season.
3: So then it's like, so how is that disparity in the free throw shooting when you know,
2: <laughs> right?
3: But okay, mm-hmm.
2: exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, the Warriors took what is this 59 two point attempts, and the Grizzlies took. Thirty-two. Now, a bunch of the, or their attempts aren't counted because they're free throws. But I would assume yeah. the Warriors still shot more two-point attempts.
3: <laughs> so, wow. You know,
2: perfect defense from the great, great perfect defense. Uh, but yeah, still like like we keep saying, yeah, like, like
3: even with all of that, we still should have been able to put this team away.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, pretty easily, I think. Yeah. And it just didn't happen. Gigi Jackson changed the game for them, 19 years old, had 23 points off the bench, hit five threes, also career got fouled a bunch of time, career <laughs> high. I'm sure by far. Uh Gilliard, three threes, 11 points. Uh, look um, Like
3: two steals, I think.
2: Yeah like strip still mm-hmm. just getting in there and i've been seeing a lot on the timeline like people saying a trade isn't fixing this team so so what's gonna fix the team then right it, <laughs> so what other, what other options do we have um
3: pack up our stuff and go home and just forget yeah. the season
2: yeah like no like that take doesn't make sense
3: to me it doesn't
2: and also I disagree with it, right? I'm not going to say this team is a championship team if they make a trade, but if you bring in a very good player, I'm not going to say Siakam um, alone, but if you bring in a very good player, and I think just in general, that's going to help everybody else. One is going to bring, bring something new. So you're going to be able to add in more things, like depending on who that player is, I'd hope it's somebody who can generate offense on their own. That in itself is a major boost for this team because they don't have anybody other than Steph. And when they decide to use Clay in that way to generate offense, um, that in itself just takes a lot of pressure off these other guys who aren't that good of offensive players to just focus on the little things.
3: And keep the defense honest on the other end. Like Mm
2: -hmm.
3: now you've got to pay attention to three, not just this one or just this one and nobody else could do anything. (laughs)
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We even saw it with Chris Paul. Like as, as flawed as Chris Paul is at this point, he was still a player that teams kind of respected in a certain way, and their offense flowed better when he was on the court with them. Like I'm sure the the numbers support Steph and CP3 and Clay together. the The offensive rating was kind of really, really, really high. So the defense might have been lacking, but the offense went well. Now imagine if you put a guy who can who can generate some offense and play defense. I'd imagine that fixes a lot of issues (laughs) with this team. Um, It's just common sense. I think they definitely need a trade. Um, They need multiple trades, probably. I would say at least two.
0: Hmm.
2: Whether or not you do both in season is, you know, who knows what's on the table, who knows what deals that'll be there. But I do think they need at least two trades. One, to bring in some type of star level player. Whoever is sent out in that deal, so be it. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
2: right? yes. i would prefer that it's not one of steph clay or draymond because you want to add a star to those three not right replace them with another star because now you still only got three good players but right. um you need that and then you need at this point to to, to switch wiggins out i'm sorry <laughs> i know we talked about this already but it's <laughs> a fact like he didn't have a terrible game today, but
3: no, he didn't.
2: He's not bringing, he just not bringing what he needs to bring at his price tag. I just, I just don't think it's there anymore. And um, yeah, I think those are the two moves you need to make.
3: Yeah, but um, Nat was mentioning how with the contract that uh, Wiggins has, he probably goes at the end of the season for what he has, opposed to Chris is a more mid-season. You just get off of him, package him up with someone and keep it moving. So, sure, I mean, sure. again, but at at this point, it's just like Dunleavy, let's see what you got cooking because mm-hmm. there something definitely needs to change because this is like, again, this game, just
0: <laughs>
2: what's
3: happening? What's happening? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I don't know. And then, and, and it just gets stuck. Like Dario, too much dribbling, too much dribbling, but it's just like, I I don't know why sometimes I just want them to think like, why isn't anyone cutting? You see that something is stalled. That means somebody needs to start moving. Somebody Mm -hmm. do something, but they just.
2: You'll see a lot of of times the ball stall and then it'll either be just Steph or clay running around. Like, they, they'll run or they'll run to the ball or something like that. And then people will start moving, but everybody else just sits and watches. And,
3: and I don't get that. It's like, how long have you been on this team? Right. How long have you been playing basketball? <laughs> this, yeah. I don't get
2: it. It's a, it's a very good indication that they just need another high caliber player to take the ball and make plays with the ball. So everybody else don't even got to be put in those situations. I'm tired of seeing. The ball end up in somebody's hands whether it's dario or pods and these are good players but the, the ball end up in their hands at the end of the shot clock and they got to try to create something ISO. like that's just yeah. not their game it's mm-hmm. not going to end well most of the time it's not going to end well like if i got to see pods try to shoot try to do an up and under floater at the end of the shot clock because they can't generate anything else
3: or any a hook visual. shot that's not going in
2: Right, he's just not ready for that. Maybe a year from now where his body matures a little bit more, his touch gets there, he gets more comfortable, then maybe he can go to some bailout offense. But right now, he's just not that level of offensive player yet. No. And so putting him in that position is um, it's going to make him better in the long run, but it's hurting the team, and it's making him look bad.
3: Yeah. I didn't yeah. think he had a really good game tonight. I was kind of like, oh, get him out. Like, he's
2: he – yeah, he's not. I mean, he's he's still a rookie. Yeah,
3: right, right, uh, right.
2: So, like, he's going to be up and down, and that's why he probably shouldn't be put in a position with so much pressure and so much uh responsibility. But they have no other options, right? Yeah. Chris is hurt. Corey Joseph sucks. Uh, he does.
3: But I think we could have went back to Lester, though. I really think we could have.
2: Lester needs to play more, I think.
3: And it's just like... Normally, yeah, Moody would have been in there. Who would have, I think, provided a great deal. Mm-hmm. But go to Lester. Pods is struggling. Like, do that, and it's Lester's. Like, hello, Memphis. Mm-hmm. He was right. there. Like, come on.
2: He came in, played, made a good defensive play. Yep, all of that. That was it. And I think he probably would have played more if the if the game went with the way it was supposed to go. But you might just need him to help you win. Like, forget giving him garbage minutes, or forget giving him low leverage minutes. Just play him, like. Yeah. need Or you need offense, so. Because Corey
3: like, wasn't doing it, and Pods wasn't hitting, so.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think we keep coming back to trades, but I think a trade even helps Steve. Steve's been bad this season. He just has. Straight up bad, like, um, yeah, just and and I and I look at it, and I'm like, okay, two things can be true, right? He's been yeah. bad, but also, you look at this roster and how many people have been in and out of the lineup, how many times he's had to change the starting lineup because guys are playing bad. It's just hard to get a rhythm when you don't have a consistent starting five. you don't have a consistent right. closing five, you don't have any type of consistent rotation because guys, like we said last uh, two pods ago they'll play good for the first half of the game, and then they'll be terrible for the second half of the game. Like, no one can consistently play good from start to finish. <laughs> right. So it's like, what do we go to, right? Now, the moments where a guy is playing well and you sit him or don't put him back in the game with Kaminga, like, multiple times, that's just obviously bad coaching decision Yeah. right there. But you can see how confusing it can be at times when you just don't have any consistency, both with people available to play and how people are playing within the same game. So... Right. I think if you make a trade and you have a more consolidated roster, you have a more streamlined roster. These are my five guys. Like whether they're playing well or not, these are the guys who I expect to, you know, take us home. These are the star players that they got to perform and we're going to ride or die with them. It makes it easier to make um, rotation decisions and all that type of stuff. And if you have more talent on the roster, it makes it easier to sit certain guys because you don't feel as reliant on someone's ball handling ability. You don't feel as reliant on someone else's shooting or something, because you know, you got talent to make up for that if that person isn't playing well. So it's another reason I think they need to make a trade and it would obviously help this team out. You can't just sit.
3: Yeah. And you know, he, he, uh, Kerr just hasn't adjusted well, just, knowing okay right I don't know who I'm gonna go with because I don't know I don't know what's going to happen in the second half first half I think I've got it but now people are doing stupid stuff so in the second half you think all right then I'll go with them they seem to have done some good things let's see what we've got and then they start crapping the bed and then it's just like Okay, you go in. Now you go in. Okay, I think this might work, but now you're screwing up when I thought that you had something good going, but now you don't. So it's just Mm -hmm. everything all at once. Like literally. Just like
0: (laughs) literally. That's why
3: Uh,
2: I'm a little bit more hesitant to assign like a large, large deal of blame to the legacy guys, and by legacy guys, I mean Steph, Clay, Draymond, and Steve. Like They all deserve their individual blame to to a certain extent, right? Steve, like we said, has not been good this season. Steph has been up and down. He's tired, but at the end of the day, you're the best player. You have to perform a certain way. And, you know, five turnovers, like, not taking care of the ball, not playing great on defense really at all this season, that type of stuff, like, you need to be better there. But Clay obviously up and down with shot making, um, shot selection and, and all the stuff that Clay is, you know, has dealt with all season. Draymond just not being there for 20 right. plus games this season. Obviously, all bad things. But when you look at the rest of the roster and you see guys, like we said, can't play well for a full game, stall the offense, don't know how to move, don't know like the, the concepts and like how to really make it like sharp, sharp, sharp. It's like, to me, address that first, and then we can address the legacy guys. Then we can talk about all the stuff that's going on here. Now, Draymond's suspension stuff aside, that's just unacceptable on any level. But on the basketball court, we could talk about how washed they are or all of that. Like, after we get some stuff in, after we get some players in here that makes sense for this timeline, that makes sense for trying to win a championship, then we can talk about that stuff. And that doesn't mean trade the young guys at all. I'm not saying that.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
2: I'm just saying, like, something needs to be shaken up because the roster outside of them, basketball-wise, is just not it. We can talk about the -the off-the-court stuff, whether or not Klay's attitude and Draymond's inability to stay on the court is, is problematic behind the scenes and Steve and all that stuff. But on the basketball court, it just makes the most sense to continue to support those three with players that make sense next to them. Like, Yeah at one point andrew made a lot of sense next to them at this point he don't really make a lot of sense same thing with Lund. right,
3: right. right?
2: loon don't got to get traded but like you need players that make sense dario makes sense next to them even though he has his flaws he does yeah right now jk does He's
0: but if you can bring it.
2: somebody in there that is talented in their prime plays hard can help them can do can amplify can their elevate dreams. it yeah exactly can elevate them can cover up for some of their weaknesses then it makes a lot more sense to me. But right now they just don't have that. And they don't have it consistently, at least. They might have it every other game.
3: Yeah. And I don't, I don't know who who that ultimately will end up being mm-hmm. at the deadline, but clearly they seem to be active. And it's just kind of a wait and see type of game. So in the meantime and in between time, we've got to still just get back to on the good foot. Like we have to start winning. Like there's Mm -hmm. just what now we're like four games under 500. Like
0: things need to
3: be slipping, slipping. And And, and we can't, we can't have that.
0: (laughs) Right.
2: And this is where it falls on the legacy guys to man up. You don't got the roster potentially that you want right now. Guys aren't playing well, but at the end of the day, if you guys want to make anything out of this season and start hoping out there, like you can't have a bad game for the next two weeks, Steph. You can't have a bad game for the next two weeks, Clay, Draymond, Kerr, you can't make all these coaching mistakes. No. You got to kind of like maybe
3: speak up and just be like, listen, for this game, we know who their personnel is. This is who we need to start. This is who's gonna come in for relief. like mm-hmm. we're doing that. but like maybe start speaking up and saying, this is who it is. like this is who I feel like I can really, you know get going with
0: mm-hmm.
3: when we start the game or whatever. I don't know. who knows. maybe they have said that we we saw j k closing again, so yeah, <laughs> that was good. um but still it we just, things just weren't happening like they needed to. So,
2: Mm -hmm. so they got to, they got to be, they got to turn back the clock for a little bit similar. And I hate to make this comparison, but similar to what LeBron did and AD did before the trade deadline last season, right? AD was out, LeBron, (laughs) LeBron kind of kept them afloat. And then LeBron was out, AD kept them afloat. They got to the trade deadline with a decent enough record that once they made the trade, they can kind of take off and rewrite their season. So it's it's on those guys, Steph, Clay, Dre, Kerr, to do that. Just keep them afloat, right? Yeah. Don't don't tank, don't fall too much, you know? They've right. lost four of the last five. You're going to have to go on a four, a four out of five win type of streak at, at some point and hover near 500. So once you get to that trade airline and you potentially make some type of trades that can help this team, then you're in a much better position. You're not too deep of a hole. That you right. can't get out of it. Um,
3: right. And yeah. who do we have next?
2: Don't say Dallas. It's the Laurie Marketing Bowl next.
3: The Utah Jazz. The That's flaming
2: right. hot Utah right. Jazz. Right,
3: the flaming hot Utah Jazz. You are not wrong about
2: that. <laughs> but have won but again, the last 16 games.
3: But, but again, this was Draymond's first game back what we saw we saw the spark we saw how things started really churning you know and getting things together so now he's got the one game under his belt we're going to Utah yeah that um altitude is also another thing to deal with because it's a real thing mm-hmm. um but hey I think we play well in Utah right <laughs> let's hope.
2: Uh... <laughs> I think last year they were in Utah and they uh lost well, it yeah it.
3: yeah yeah I remember that for second uh, uh, left um yeah but that was with uh was it, was it without market Belize Beasley was there.
2: Yeah <laughs> yeah so that would be a good win if they beat them because Utah's like you said hooping they won 14 of the last 16 games. Yeah. Colin Sexton is looking like an all-star now yeah. that he's been put in a certain lineup so that would be a good win. And um, then we go two count. for
3: two. Look, we we would have gone two for two on the road there.
2: <laughs> yeah, through 500 so, on the road.
3: you know, yeah. I wasn't I hoping mean, for that, but we'll take it.
2: <laughs> right, right. You, you look at that and you try to go three and one, but two for two is – two and two is, is not bad. Then you got a home stretch there for about five games where you play Dallas, Atlanta – the De- mm-hmm. De Dante Murray Bowl, um, Sacramento, Los Angeles, and then Philadelphia. So that's not yep. easy. It is not. It is not. not uh, nope. Dallas, I mean, got four good teams. Or well, Lakers aren't good, but when they play but, the Warriors, I bet they play the best basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Atlanta. They're going to play the best mm-hmm. basketball against the Warriors. So.
3: And and um, that back-to-back with the Kings. So it's like.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tough stretch yeah. tough stretch, and then that that last i mean then you go back on the road for that week of like leading up to the trade deadline it's like all road games leading up to that so you see the atlanta twice over that stretch but they like we just said they gotta they gotta stay afloat they did
1: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. (sighs)
0: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen to
2: every
1: MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at
2: Bat is your all in one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademark used with permission. Um, I'm gonna ask you, what do you think, you know, their starting five should be? And do you think it should be fluid or should it be like stable? Let's just ride it with this.
3: Um, I, I would like it to be stable.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, but I, but I can understand it being fluid at times, depending on who you're going to be matched up with, because Looney would play in theory, Jokic much better than if you started TJD there. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Just to give you a nice good footing or whatever, but. Overall, I think we probably just need to lock down. This is who we're starting with. And we can always pull whoever is the weakest link at that time as quickly as possible. Like, but let's get set. This is gonna be our starting five, boom, and we keep it moving. So if that's gonna be Draymond, JK, Wiggs, Clay, Stefan, that's who it's gonna be. Because it's clear right now, that Wigan seems to bring a, a different kind of energy, even though when he was coming off the bench at some point, he did start picking it up. And it was just like, oh, maybe coming off the bench really did kind of like help him or whatever. But then when we inserted him back into the starting lineup, yeah, one game, not so hot. But I thought in this game, he started out well. So I think maybe playing next to Curry and Clay, and then now having Draymond back. I think that that could work mm-hmm. to kind of just hey, let's let's get it going now because we've got two athletes out there plus Draymond pushing that pace. And it's just like you guys go run, go, go, like make something happen. So I, I think we could start there. I, I mean I don't mind starting Dario, but I'm gonna need him to stop, stop thinking Chris is out there with him. He's not. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like get, get to your spots, Dario. You, yes, you can pass and everything, but I felt like he was just kind of like holding on to the ball, just a little, little too much, a little too much. And maybe that's because right. folks were bottling up Curry that he really couldn't break free enough to kind of just like get the ball from Dario quick enough.
0: Mm-hmm. But
3: you know, but that was just started or whatever. So but but that's my my thought on that. So but okay. you what what are you what's your vision?
2: <laughs> yeah, I will I mean I'm 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 with you on keeping it stable. I personally will probably start Dario instead of Andrew only Ooh, because okay. only because um
3: offense <laughs> offense,
2: yeah. I mean I think I think Dario makes more sense as a spacer. He makes more sense as a ball mover. Even though sometimes the ball does stick with him and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. I think in that particular lineup, if you have Steph, Clay, J.K. and Wiggins, like Clay, J.K. and Wiggins are all shooting the ball, right? None of them are like thinking, "Let me move the ball." Um, And the numbers don't support that. The numbers support all of them shoot about the same amount. Like, (laughs) so it's like (laughs) like different minutes. Like they just all, (laughs) yeah. When they catch it, they they putting it up. So you mm-hmm. need somebody that's going to be more willing to move the ball. Um, I think a little bit more size on the inside to start the game may help, just getting some rebounds early. And then okay. you you're missing Moses and you're missing Gary, so it's probably best to still have a wing on the bench.
3: That's true. I forgot uh, about that.
2: I will put Andrew on the bench. And then I mean, Andrew just hasn't been playing well. So it's just like he doesn't No, really he hasn't. Well. It. It's <laughs> like he's
3: he's up and down. But it's just like
2: he I get what you mean. He did start with a little it, more juice next to them.
3: Yeah. So it was just like, he's flying in for boards. Like, oh,
0: okay. All right. This is what
3: we're talking about. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes it gets lost and we're like, what's happening? Where are <laughs> you, dude? Where are you? Right. Um. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm totally with that. Like I can, I, I see that plus us being down a few dudes <laughs> then. Yeah. Yep. So it does kind of like, all right, Dario in here yeah, he's going to space it. He's going to pass, mm-hmm. you know, and he is smart out there. So like sure. he, he knows, yeah, he's been kind of, you know, whack with some of the past. It's like, dude, why are you forcing that in there? Like, eh, it's not really there yet, but yeah. um, he, he still has the brain power to, <laughs> to mm-hmm. make the right play. Let me say that. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Now-
3: so, you, so you think that happens though?
2: Up until, I don't think that happens. No, I don't think they'll start Dario um, again. Well, I don't think they won't start Andrew. What was the starting lineup from today again?
3: It wasn't it Looney. It was Looney and and Dario.
2: Dario. Yeah, they didn't start Draymond.
3: Right, Um, right.
2: So, yeah, Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Draymond's coming back to the starting lineup soon. Yeah, somebody's coming out. Maybe it's Looney and not Dario, but knowing Steve, it might be. They might just go right back to that.
3: No, you know what?
2: Classic starting line. But
3: but Steve's been very vocal about the starting five, saying that look, they just haven't been good. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that he's going to be that quick to kind of go back to that.
2: True. I hope not.
3: With Draymond being back, I think he might kind of. Mm-hmm. Nick say on the
2: past and I mean lineup. The, if you if you look at the, the previous lineup and you just swap I mean my lineup would be swapping Wiggins and Looney out for JK and Dario. Right. Is it's still kind of like the similar style, right? But mm-hmm. Dario is just more dynamic offensively than Looney. He'll be in the same positions for the most part, except he'll be on a three-point line a lot more. And um JK will be in the same position as Wiggins, except he's just way more aggressive going to the rim.
3: Right, right.
2: So they could be the juice that they need offensively to get off to a good start. We'll see defensively if JK's, uh, like, awareness, attentiveness is where it needs to be. We'll see if Dario yes. is able to move his feet as much as he needs to. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, I think.
3: But, the, but, but, again, that comes down to certain matchups, too. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, this ain't a good one for Dario. Like, he is getting... <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) you know so but but that's where the pull comes quicker you know it's like hey totally start always you can start no problem Mm -hmm. but you know the hook will probably be quicker to kind of be like all right we we can't keep that leads ballooning now and we're going to take this time out and switch some things up
2: (laughs) yeah yeah so i mean when they play utah the Utah starts a uh, front line of marketing and John Collins very, very dynamic offensively with those two guys, pretty athletic. So we'll yep. see if it's if it's Dario starting <laughs> and how he looks against either one of marketing or or Collins or
3: or Collins, right? It's
2: pretty tough cover for him. I mean, Collins may just be spotting up for three, which will be fine, but Collins will put it on your head in a second. so,
3: yeah. Well, you know, Dario might get a block. Who's to say? Right.
2: <laughs> his defensive numbers aren't that bad. It's just if you watch the games, you can tell he's not the best defender. But right, the percentages work out in his favor somewhat. So hopefully it'll be on our side if he does start. Um, we have anything else?
3: Uh, no, I am uh, looking forward to this game in Utah and hope that we can – I don't know. I mean, are they going to watch the film of this game? I mean, they they don't know half of the players that were out there uh, cooking them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, yeah. maybe they don't. Maybe it's just a discussion. Now that Draymond's back, he's going to be talking a bit more just to be like, hey, that happened. We got to go in. We've got to be able to close a lot better than what we did tonight. And there's no reason we should have got smoked by that team missing all of those players. You know, but look, it happens. We got to throw it away and we got to stay focused on the next thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. And that next game is the Utah Jazz, who are currently playing the Pacers. And Lloyd Marketing has 11 points in the first six minutes of the game. So oh,
3: fantastic.
2: He might get 50 points. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for joining us. Um, follow us on all of our socials Instagram, X at Golden Spaces Pod. Continue to support us by listening to us on whatever podcast feed you're listening to us to. Um, YouTube, 95.7 a game. Check out our pretty faces there we go um (laughs) and yeah continue to support leave good reviews make sure we're you know chopping it up in the comments we love the discourse like we say all the time and we appreciate you
3: yes peace
2: let's see if we get the there we go confetti (laughs) there's nothing to celebrate right now well, not
3: yet, not yet, but we can't wait. What the
2: holidays? MLK
3: Day. Yeah, look.
0: Peace. We really need new phones. T-Mobile
1: will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.